Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Most of our education about classical music comes from Looney Tune cartoons. That's true. Right. Class is in. This is the Rock School radio show for the end of the year. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you using your hands to touch the microphone, thus bumpity, 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 bump? I am Tammy Burns. Yes, you are. And we've got to teach you the ethics of touching a microphone. Oh, here, really? Here, I'll do it again. Okay, do it. How about that? Is that the is sound that I made? That's it. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're doing our Christmas show a little bit early this year, one week early. And the reason we're doing it early is is because we take these shows and not only send them out to affiliates, but we put it up on what's known as the PRX Network, Mm -hmm. which is a radio network run by NPR, the National Public Radio. And what it is is a series of shows that anybody can, I mean, anyone in the world, anybody can download and run. And we offer the Rock School show for free. We haven't been in all 50 states yet, but we have been in Alaska. Ooh, nice. And it's Christmas shows where people do this. So let's talk about Christmas. We've done, geez, this show has been running for close to 12 years. So we've done lots of Christmas shows. And last year, right after Christmas was over, I ran into something by Lucas Ferguson called The Anatomy of a Christmas Song. Ooh, nice. And what it is is he, and I found other websites that did the same thing, What does it take to write a Christmas song? What does it? What are the rules? What must you do? And I have other things. And one of the things I'm real proud of in this show is I have the top five classical Christmas songs. Not just like rocking around the Christmas tree and all that, but the top five classical songs. Wow, I like that. And by the way, it's from me. Because what? it's so, yeah, it's so easy to go to a website and say, you know, here's what that person said. No, I made this one, huh? Oh, nice. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, according to Lucas Ferguson, what is the idea of a Christmas song? What must be done? What is, quote, the anatomy of a Christmas song? Number one, a Christmas song works because we know what we are expected to hear. It is a specific line and it is quite kitsch tell me well the the kitsch is the fact that it's all about christmas you're not allowed to write some kind of indie thing where christmas isn't cool and what have you the song must promote christmas and you and i have put out a christmas album for the past three years but this year we didn't do it why because you were chicken (laughs) um Christmas songs that succeed uh, harken back to a, quote, time right? when it was better, although that time never existed. No. Make Mm-mm. America Great Again. 
From what? It's great now. What? Right. It's great now. How does your head perceive it, right? I agree. We tend to accept things. This is also from Lucas. We tend to accept things that are simply not anymore because it's Christmas. Have you ever been on a sleigh ride? No, but it looks wonderful, doesn't it? When's the last time you met a snow angel? When's the last time you, you know, made a snowman? Well, okay, December the 8th of last year, I made one. You can't be that specific. I can, because I just looked at my pictures on my iPad, and December the 8th is when it snowed in Louisiana. You're killing me, lady. Uh... Post-war America Mm -hmm. is part of the problem. This is when Christmas songs really grabbed hold of the United States. What was popular then was heartfelt because you had just completed four years of hell. Right. No two ways about it. We were willing to accept anything with soul. And that's where I'll be home for Christmas. That's where White Christmas. White Christmas. That's where oh, all of that came oh, from. Love it. Love now, the movie. We're going to get to it a little later on in the show because I have not only Lucas and his rules about writing a Christmas song, I have other people's rules. Okay. But you, I showed you all the music that I had, and you said. You gotta play the Grinch because the new movie is out. That's right. And all of that. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas, Dweezil Zappa, the Grinch on Rock School. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. By the way, the Grinch, mm-hmm. the original narrator, was, was Boris Karloff, oh, who played yes. Frankenstein. Yes. Merry Christmas, kids. He's under your bed. <laughs> the original voice. Now, we played the Dweezil Zappa version. Love that. The original voice was Thurl Ravenscroft, who was a really popular voiceover artist in Hollywood, where you may know him as uh, Frosted Flakes. There great really it's not done by him anymore obviously because he has since passed on and gone to a better place but not that this place is bad but it's been done by a voiceover artist but everybody took from him when they were creating tony the tiger cool back to the anatomy of a christmas song lucas fagan he says we accept instruments in our christmas songs that we would never accept in other songs namely full string sections true i agree with that it's also when you write a christmas song it must be the idea of escape and rest taking it easy 
doing nothing. Comfort. Comfort, exactly that. It's like hot hot chocolate, right? Right. I'll be honest with you. I, I can't remember the last time I actually drank hot chocolate, but I'm fine with it in my Christmas songs. That again harkens back to a time when it was, quote, better. It's never been better than now. No, I don't think so. Right. When you look at the statistics of the world, you think, oh, man, more and more things are going wrong. It's absolutely not true. No, it's the opposite. Right. More and more, you are seeing less and less war. Now, is there war? Yes. But in the history of the earth, this is a time when war is less and less and less. And I know what people say, well, we're still in war in Afghanistan. Yes, but does it ever show up? Mm -hmm. Do you ever see it? Uh, In Christmas, you are at rest and calm and things are good. Interestingly enough, the idea of sleigh ride. Oh, yes. Hit me. You know what it says? A courier and Ives painting. Yes. Did you know Courier and Ives closed 40 years before the song was even written? Really? Yes, it was. I didn't know that. How about that? I love K-Star's Everybody's Waiting for the Man with the Bag. Isn't that wonderful? And I intend to play it. You are? Here on Rock School. Mr. Kringle is soon gonna jingle The bells that'll tingle all your troubles away Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag Cause Christmas is coming again He's got a sleigh full, it's not gonna stay full He's got stuff to drop at every stop of the way Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag Cause Christmas is coming again Okay, coming out of K-Star, The Man with the Bag, that is without a doubt my favorite Christmas song. I mean, I've written two albums full of Christmas music, and that's still my favorite. I can't touch that. No. It is beautiful. No one can. It's a guy named Bob Stanley. He created a guide to writing the perfect Christmas hit. Ready? Mm -hmm. Look at your, number one, look at your Christmas song as your James Bond hit. Okay. And I understand what he's saying. Okay, I don't. Well, James Bond comes out about every two years, and the big, big, big person of the day is asked to sing the James Bond theme song. It means writing it and such. This is your monster. Your hits are not going to follow you, but... If you do it well, you know, K-Star, name any other song by K-Star. I can't. You know, Dweezil Zappa, name any other song by Dweezil Zappa. Well, you can. I know, I know I can, but how about Wham? You might be able to come up with Wake Me Up Before You Uh Go-Go, but the thing, last Christmas, you gave me your heart, right? Yeah. The Christmas song is what hangs tight if it becomes a hit. So look at it as your James Bond song. Gotcha. According to Bob Stanley, step one, you must sound like you enjoy Christmas. Well, yeah. Well, and the thing about it is this idea of let's go into, you know, Christmas stinks and I'm better than Christmas. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. 
I don't, don't want to hear me it. down, man. Right. For the month of December, my job is to be happy, and I don't care that you're better than the rest of us. <laughs> Just shut up and sing. Shut S- up and be happy. Step two, steer clear of religion. Stay with Santa. Jesus wants you to like Christmas. People will go, okay, maybe not, right? Stay with Santa. Step three, use sleigh bells. They mean snow. (gasps) They do. Look right behind you. I know there are two sets. That's right. We purchased them off of eBay. Right there. That's right. Wait, one? That's it. That's right. Physical sleigh bells. Uh, Step four: embrace the bad side of Christmas, but not too much. What? What's the bad side? Think. Think of I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah. But maybe in my dreams. (gasps) Remember, he was a soldier in that song. He was. was. Uh huh. Uh, step five, no finger wagging. This is not the place to put, Christmas is too commercial and you suck if you go out on Black Friday. Stop it. Nobody wants to hear it. No. We are here to be happy. Step six, don't be indie. Don't be too cool for Christmas. Step seven, talk family, 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 family. And I understand on Christmas, you hate your family. You do? Uncle Jim is too Democrat. Uncle Aww. Jim is too Republican. There's a a, a a character that gets done on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Drunk uncle. <laughs> Don't be that guy. <laughs> Step eight. Remember the icons. Talk Santa. Talk presents. Talk reindeer. And step nine. Remember absence makes the heart grow fonder. Ooh. This is the time I see you. Ready? Elton John, step into Christmas. I think it kind of hits all the points. Yeah? Let's see. Let's find out. Elton John on Rock School. Welcome to my Christmas song. I'd like to thank you for the year. So I'm sending you that Christmas card to say it's nice to have you here. I'd like to sing my As we come into the first break, uh-huh. what do you believe is the consummate, the embodiment of all Christmas songs? What is the best Christmas song? And as much as you want to choose ours, by the way, all Christmas music available at BurnsChristmas.com. But what is the embodiment of the Christmas song? It's the Mariah Carey song. Really? Yeah. Wow. All I want for Christmas is you. It, it goes back in time. Yes. It is current. It, it's, How in the world does it go back in time? Uh, because it kind of sounds like something the Ronettes would do. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. It, it kind of sounds like something that came out of the past and... It's current and it's wonderful and yeah. it's 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 holding the test of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been out for how many years? Me. And, and excellent choice, but not right, according to the websites. Wah. According to this, it is "I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas." You don't agree. You don't look satisfied. Mm. I'm not satisfied because no. in the South, I'm never dreaming of a white Christmas. Right. 
That's one of the things I found as we were talking about. Now, look, Irving Berlin was at a La Quinta hotel in 1940. And upon his completion of the melody, the story goes that Berlin screamed at his secretary, uh, claiming, grab your pen, take down this song. I just wrote the best song I've ever written. And I'm thinking to myself, really, your secretary? You can't operate a pencil I on know, your own, right? but fine, 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 fine. Quote, I just wrote the best song I've ever written. Heck, written heck, it may be the best song anyone's ever written. Okay, that sounds like a made-up story, but still fine. Mm, no, I buy it. It says here, many folks first happened upon the song during the film Holiday Inn. Right. Which was a wartime picture. Yeah, I loved it. So what you had was that release the war is over and mm-hmm. all is good we're going home where everything's okay right yep. bing crosby introduced it on his radio show the craft music hall christmas day 1941 the song would go on to earn a 1942 academy award for best original song it is historically significant because it's intertwined with world war ii and vietnam so a lot of people believe that is the consummate Christmas song. Do you or do you not believe that? Yeah, I do. Do you really? I do. I don't. I don't. I get the idea, but time marches on and our generation probably has songs that mean more to us than my father's and your parents' generation. Uh, probably. Yeah. Tell us who's listening to us here on well, Rock School. Is it snowing here? WWNW, New Wilmington, PA. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey, Rock School listener. You hear this little thing going on right now? This this music bed that goes on for a minute. We do it twice during the show. This is where a sponsor should be. This is where an underwriter should be. If you or some business you know might want to be that sponsor or underwriter of the Rock School Radio Show, please have that person give us a call, 985-549-2330. Once again, 985-549-2330. You can sponsor the radio show, you can sponsor the podcast, you can sponsor both as other ways of doing it. So call that number, 985-549-2330, and talk with Rachel, or you can talk to Todd if you really want to talk to Todd for some reason, but Rachel's really who you want to speak to. 509-2330. Thanks. Coming out of the break, hey, trivia question about White Christmas. Hit me. Why is the person singing the song, the protagonist, why is he saying, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas? Any idea? Huh? 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 When we were living in Pennsylvania, yes, I went to a meeting in where was it? Los Angeles? No, it was uh, no, no, not Los Angeles. What's the the San Francisco? Okay, at Christmas. Okay? okay, just a couple of days before Christmas, it was the weirdest thing ever. Why? Because it was like seventy degrees, and mm-hmm. they had up all this Christmas stuff. We had just left snow and all of the stuff that really was Christmas. If you remember, you and I spent Christmas in Mexico one year. Yeah. Cancun. It was hot. We were in shorts and all of that. And there was Santa on top of, you know, this this Mexican building. So, But 
everyone from the East Coast could not get over that right. someone would spend Christmas like that. That's right. Uh, and, and this came up in a lot of the research. The idea of Christmas is altered by where you yeah. come and, from. And now we live in a place where Christmas is altered. That, it is. The last Christmas we spent, I think I was in shorts. Yeah. Yep. Zach Wild, White Christmas, here on Rock School. <laughs> Okay, bottom of the hour here on Rock School. We're going to do seven days and 70 seconds. We're way, way late. Go, go, go. Uh, but I want to do something previous to it. Uh, when do you take down, and I look, look, I've said this before, uh-huh. Halloween is your favorite holiday. It is. So you go all out. The front yard, right. the When inside, does it come down for everything. Halloween? The day after. Uh, Boom. Agree. Down. Agree. Down. Gone. When does the decoration come down for Christmas, and I know this sounds dumb, but I have a national poll Can here. Can I tell you what I think before you give me the poll? I certainly will listen to it. Go well, ahead. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. But I believe, and this is what this is the way I grew up. Okay. That you, if you took down all the Christmas stuff before New Year's Day, yeah, all of the good luck would go away. It was all about luck? Yeah. Okay. But they left everything up through the new, the, uh, new year. According to a national poll, 8% says you can leave it up to mid-January or later. 11%, this is a national poll, once again, December 26, take it down. 20% says between December 27th and December 1st. So get it down before the new year. You mean January 1st? No, December 31st. Get it down oh, before I thought, the new I year. Thought you, I thought you said the wrong date. Sorry about that. 26% says keep it up through the epiphany, which is January 6th, supposedly when the wise men arrived. Right. And then 32% says take it down somewhere around uh, New Year's Day. So mm-hmm. stay festive through the new year. Oh, yeah. And then call it quits. Yeah. This is seven days, 70 seconds, December 10th, all the way through December 16th. Tammy has Monday. I'll bet she does. Go. December 10th, 1995, during a recording session, Fat Boys member Darren Robinson dies of a heart attack at age 28. You know why? Because he was fat. December 11, 2006, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. 
becomes the first ringtone <laughs> certified gold. December 12, 2007, Ike Turner dies of a cocaine overdose in San Marcos, California. That's too bad. At age 76. December 13, 1966, Jimi Hendrix records Foxy Lady. December 14, 1966, Chad and Jeremy are guest stars on the TV show Batman. Biff. Pow. December 15, 1992, Dr. Dre releases his debut solo album, The Chronic. I owned it. It was great. Not a little good. Great. December 16, 2013, country singer Ray Price, I'm sorry to say, dies of pancreatic cancer at age 87. We're going to play a Christmas song. Okay. It's the it. Christmas song every year. Every year I play the guitar. This has been what the sixth, seventh year? Yeah. I oh, yeah, play yeah. the guitar at, at my kids' school. Pasadena Middle School. They seeing as we live in Louisiana. <laughs> but they bring all the kids in and they have them all sing. They do. There's one song that makes them jump and shout and lose their mind. What is it? What is it? Oh, it's Jose Feliciano. Here on Rock School. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Coming into the second break, I have something that I don't believe I've heard on any other radio shows, so I'd like it to be on this radio show. Do it, do it. When you talk about the idea of, and this is very, it's a very hackneyed thing to do, what are the top Christmas songs of all time? And you always get White Christmas, rocking around the Christmas tree, all of that. I decided to do, what are the top five classical Christmas songs of all time. Wait. Not classic, classical. Classical. As in full orchestras, as in really? old dead white men who uh, create this kind is of this stuff. Is this a brand new list by Joe Burns? Yes, it is, because I hated the list that other people put together. Do it. Because I thought they were wrong. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play just a touch of every one of the songs into the second break. Number five, Handel's Messiah. And by the way, I have sung Handel's Messiah in Cleveland where I grew up. Mm -hmm. You could spend about 20 bucks. And it was a church fundraiser, so you threw the money and that's that. Yeah. You could actually be in a church uh -huh. while a chorale sang and played Handel's Messiah. And I just don't mean hallelujah. I mean Handel's Messiah. Wow. My father and I did it at least twice that oh, I remember. Oh, I would do that. It was wonderful. You were given the music as you walked in, and I had just enough musical training that I could sing it. Wow. So, number five, Handel's Messiah. Okay, you've heard a piece of it. Number four, 
the number four, in my opinion, most popular classical Christmas song, Prokofiev's Troika. And it's one, I can see, I love your face. What? Your face went, what? It's a word? Listen closely because I know you know it. Sounds like this. Do you know it? I did. Yes, you did. Thank you. Number three, Johann Pachabel, Canon in D. Now, a lot of people will fight me on this because they say, no, 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 that's not Christmas. That's weddings. That's what the bride walks down the aisle to. I did. It was written. Yes, you did now that I remember. Yeah, I did. Now that you've mentioned it, you did. Which wedding were you at, dude? I don't know. Her, She was a redhead. Oh. I think her name was Beth. Ooh. But you were holding calla lilies, were you not? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so here's a little piece of it so you know what it is. Okay, we're to number two. You knew Pachelbel's Canon. Right. Yes. Okay, we're to number two, and I'm afraid I'm going to do a tie on number two because it's too easy to look at Tchaikovsky and go, well, the Nutcracker. Uh-huh. So Russian dance from the Nutcracker. Yes. I think that's an excellent song, and it goes like this. Here we go. I also believe that tied at number two is Waltz of the Flowers. Yeah, and I you, love that one. And you know this as well. Right. It sounds like this. Okay. So here we are at the end of it. We've got one more left, and I'm going to play it after we do the break. Oh, not nice. Who's not listening nice. to us on this here radio show? Well, this radio station, W-A-B-L in Amy, Louisiana. Thanks for running the radio show. Back in a minute with the number one classical song for Christmas here on Rock School. Hey there, Rock School listeners. Let me give you a few nuts and bolts of the show. You want to get in touch with Tammy or me, or Todd for some reason? Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Once again, southeastern.edu slash rockschool. You can get us on Facebook by searching Rock School Radio Show. You can get us on podcast over iTunes, so they send it right to your front door. Go to iTunes and search Rock School KSLU. There's other ways of getting there, but that's the easiest way. Rock School KSLU. Also, if you don't like listening to the podcast where the music is clipped, we're following BMI rules when we do that. If you'd like to hear it with all the music in place, go to the PRX network, prx.org. Once again, prx.org. You can't download the show, but you sure can stream it, and all the music is in place. Thanks for listening.
Coming out of the second break, according to me, most of our education about classical music comes from Looney Tune cartoons. That's true. Right. So I went with a number one song that, number one, I love. I think it's beautiful. Really? It is a guitar piece that I learned when I was taking jazz and classical guitar. And I think every time you hear it, it's so slow. And I think when it's played quicker, when they double the speed, and by doubling the speed, it becomes something that a musician can show off to. And I think really that's where it goes from. So in my opinion, the number one classical piece of music for Christmas yeah. is Yezu Joy of Man's Desiring, Box 1723. All right? All right. There you go. I can't argue with you. Here on Rock School. One more break, which means I need to finish with something very interesting for the audience. You ready for this? Hit it. When should you start listening to Christmas music? December 1. BuzzFeed has done exactly that. Now, most people know, especially if you heard last week's show or two weeks ago's show, I was in charge of radio stations from 17 till, gosh, what was it, about 30? Somewhere in there. What we would do at the radio station is the day after Thanksgiving, we would pepper in one or two classics each hour as not to turn people away. Mid-December, we would do a couple more an hour, and the week of Christmas, it was Katie Bar the Door. Just about anything. The couple of days before Christmas, Tammy, we were playing nothing but Christmas music because, except for the few Scrooges, that's what people wanted. The woman who was working in an office, who was wearing the bad, terrible yeah. sweatshirt, who had the earrings that looked like wreaths. Yeah, she wanted it. Right, and if you went down to her car, it had the little red nose on the front, and captured in both of the windows was, you know, reindeer ears. Aww. So it looked really cute. So, when do you stop playing Christmas, or start playing Christmas music? BuzzFeed did a national poll, and here's what they came up with. Number six... Anytime. Listen to what you want. Who cares? If somebody doesn't like it, they can go jump in a lake. I like that <laughs> idea. 7% never, never listen to Christmas music. 10% right now, as in the day after Thanksgiving. 15% says Halloween. You what? should be playing Christmas music oh, come on now. the moment Halloween is over. Stop. 22% says December 1st. Once you hit December, rock school. And then 40% state, I didn't do the mathematics. This might add up to more than 100. But 40% says as soon as Thanksgiving is over, all bets are off. Listen to any Christmas music you want. And that wraps it up. Merry Christmas, my love. Merry Christmas to you, too. We celebrated 30 years of Christmases together this year, so 
What song would you like to hear? You want to hear some classic or do you want to hear something we wrote? No, something hmm? we wrote. I think so too. And by the way, all of our Christmas music is available for free at BurnsChristmas.com. Go there. Go there now. Go there now. Stop listening. <laughs> open your phone. Open your computer and go there open now. Open your mind. BurnsChristmas.com. And so we'll finish with the song that the two of us wrote. And it is a celebration of where we live. We're just outside of the city of New Orleans. And if you ever get an opportunity to come down here and see the city during Christmas, you will be amazed at how glorious it is. And we have this Christmas in the greatest place on earth. My name is Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. And that'll wrap it up. Merry Christmas, all. We'll be back next week. Christmas in the greatest place on earth here on Rock School. Classes dismissed. to the mall to see Santa Claus.
I bought the 8x10, the 5x7s, and 25 wallets. Then he cried the whole time. As we walked away, Santa said, Ma'am, what do you want for Christmas? Me? I want to be left alone and just go home and curl up with a bottle of wine. I want to eat Lucky Charms cheese from Holiday Farms some a sausage big as your arms. Santa, please, honey, do. I'm believing in you. Do you think that you can make it come true? Can we fire up the sleigh and make Christmas today? And get the jingle bell out of here. I bought presents for people that I don't know. And 7,000 Christmas cards. I bought it free this year and tons of holiday beer. For a party that I don't want to throw. I want to be by myself with my elf on a shelf. Who doesn't care what I think or I drink. Santa fire up the sleigh and make Christmas today And we'll get the jingle bell out of here Enough, but first, here's my goofy people. Mother and father and Jenny and daughter and Sally, who's away? And Carrie and Terry and Jerry and May came out of the closet today. Joe and Mo and Flo and Kirk, I know them all from work. Friends by the dozen and seventeen cousins and Abigail sighed alone. 
Are we done yet? No, I have a lot more people at work that have to have a Christmas card, like, um, what's his name? Lily and Millie, Amanda, Miranda, and Addison, Madison, Kate. Daniel, Nathaniel, and Aiden, and Peyton, and Landon, and Brandon, and Nate. Jared, and Barrett, and Sadie, and Katie, and Wiley, and Molly, and Ted. Tristan, and Kristen, and Sammy, and Tammy, who's blessed with an oversized head. Well, that's certainly your family, that yeah. oversized uh, head thing. We're genetic freaks, but it's uh, it's time for your family. Virgil and Hetty and Bonnie and Betty and Burns, who's down the lane. And Sue and Sid, who had a kid, I can't remember his name. The preacher, the teacher, who never wed, I see there's one address. And Monty McDougal, who went on the Google and found her a husband, I guess. Is that how you get a husband today? No, 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 no. Tinder's what you usually use. My assumption is she's married to a zoo animal at this point. My sister Larissa, who was a good kisser, and Angus, who couldn't make bail. And Seamus and Seamus, who used to be famous, and Alex, who's still in the jail. My cousin, the gypsy, who got kind of tipsy and married a gorgeous that day. Sebastian Arabis, who made a great haggis and fed us on Christmas Day. I love haggis, even on Christmas Day. I hate Haggis. Wow! Christmas time is gone again. It's time to say hello. We're sending out our Christmas cards to people that we know. We're gonna need a box of more. They come in 24. We're sentiments and envelopes and sticks to keep it closed. We've got one for everyone and sending it by mail. A stamp or two and off it goes by truck and train and rail. We got a bit of work ahead, so lighten up your wrist. I worked out everyone we know, and it is quite a list. How much is it gonna cost us to send out like a thousand Christmas cards this year? Who are you gonna leave off the list, mister? Well, maybe the, the cousin with the big head. I'm not so sure she can read. That's just wrong. Yeah, maybe we could send out one Christmas card to three different people and they could pass it around. That was my idea. It was? Yes. I stole it. You want some haggis? some leftover haggis here. Throw that stuff out. No, 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 that's for me. Mm -hmm.